Six minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
JM in the AM Thursday morning here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world in the web, jmtheam.org, and uh, of course on the uh, NSN app where we welcome your comments and uh, we'll check in a moment to see if uh, people have started commenting already this morning. Uh, Thursday morning with uh, Ohad and uh, Kolhat Sadikim. Off of the Skula CD, Yaakov Shweki's Moa Hafti, heard Kanfei Nesharim from Simcha Liner, Mordechai Shapiro and Chizku, Rock Biyachad, that was Benny Friedman, Yehuda Brand New, Rock Likaye Mitzvos, and Regesh, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. 70 degrees outside with 57% humidity, winds in northeast at 4 miles an hour, afternoon showers and a high temperature today of 77, then tonight, partly cloudy, a low of 66. Tomorrow's sunshine, a high Friday, 81 degrees. Yerushalayim is at 91.1. A lot is at 106. Wow. They actually hit 108 earlier today. Humidity in a lot, 13%. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, Yerushalayim, I told you, 91.1. We're at 70 degrees here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. David Mandel is going to join us later on. He's got a very special guest he's bringing in to studio this morning. So we'll get an OHEL update, figure out, or I should say find out, uh, what's happening with the opening of the Camp Cayley season. And a special guest with David Mandel, the CEO of uh, OHEL, uh, in our studio later on this morning here at JM in the AM. Very much Looking forward to it. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock, JM in the AM. It's with sadness and uh, regret that we announced the passing of uh, Michael Fragan's mother. Um, we got the news uh, yesterday. Michael's mother, uh, Patrice Dweck, Pesha Gittel Bashlomo Cohen, passed away yesterday, and the funeral is taking place at the Mag and David Synagogue at 9.30 this morning on 67th Street in Brooklyn, New York. So our condolences to the Fragan and extended family from all of us here at JM in the AM. And um, we send them our wishes on this Thursday morning broadcast. A reminder that tomorrow our weekly update takes place with Malcolm Honeline. He is Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. We review the events of the week, the news items of um, of interest, and uh, those that directly and indirectly involve Israel and the Jewish world. And this happens every single Friday starting at 7.40 in the morning, Eastern Time, here at JM in the AM. You can hear it and access it uh, easily on the NSN app. So keep that in mind if you've never heard the weekly update or gone out of your way to fit it into your schedule, we uh, highly recommend you do. Uh, great uh, lineup on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org, and uh, we'll go into detail about all of that coming up later on here at JM in the AM. Diaspora is next. Thanks for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
אפשר לפתוח את הדלת למחר אפזה, כולם יודעים. בלילות ובימים לזרום עם החיים, להתחדש מבפנים, כשהכל סביב פורח. in the AM with Itzik Dadya wrapping up the uh, 6 o'clock hour for us here on a JM the AM Thursday. Shalshelis Jr. had Rishamru. You heard Celebrate done by 8th Day. Yaakov Shweki Smachot. Hashem Melech done by Sholi and Hu Yiftach. That was Diaspora here on a Thursday morning broadcast. 70 degrees, afternoon showers and a high of 77. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the uh, NSN app. Uh, we'll welcome our friends from OHEL coming up in the third hour this morning. At 9 o'clock, the boardroom with host Charlie Harari. Again, our condolences to Michael Fragan upon the loss of his mother. That funeral takes place uh, later this morning. 
At 10 o'clock this morning, Jew in the City Speaks, Allison Joseph with Akiva Newman, rabbinical student to YU and competitor and American Ninja Warrior. 10.30, we, uh, Miriam Wallach and I look back on four great years of NSN during the That's Life program. Avrami hosts the Thursday Live Lunch and the Stunt Show, a very special edition with Mark Zamek. I'll give you details later. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam and the Am. חשד לרצח במעלות, אישה כבת 65 נמצאה ללא רוח חיים כשסימני אלימות על גופה, מדווח כתבנו קובי מנדל. האישה כבת ה-65 ממעלות לא ענתה לטלפונים מבני משפחתה מאז אמש. מכר שהוזק למקום מצא שדלת הכניסה נעולה והזיק את המשטרה. האישה נמצאה ללא רוח חיים עם סימני אלימות קשים בפלא גופה עליון. בדירה עצמה שרה ריסדר. צוות מד האשר שהוזק למקום קבע את מותה. יושב ראש הרשות הפלסטינית אבו מאזן מאשים את ישראל בהסתה נגד הפלסטינים. בנאום בפני הפרלמנט האירופי אמר אבו מאזן אנחנו נגד הסתה מכל צד שהוא אומרים שהפלסטינים מסיתים אבל הישראלים מסיתים גם כן כתבנו ג'קי חוגי מוסר שבנאומו קרא אבו מאזן לחברי הפרלמנט לסייע לו להביא לסיום הכיבוש כדבריו משאל העם בבריטניה, סקר חדש מגלה שמחנה ההישארות באיחוד האירופי הגדיל את הפער ל-4%. כתבת חדשות החוץ, שירה נאות. סקר חדש שערך מכון מורי מראה שמחנה ההישארות זוכה ב-52% לעומת מחנה העזיבה שמקבל 48% בלבד. הקלפיות ייסגרו הלילה בחסות שעון ישראל ותוצאות האמת יזרמו במהלך הלילה. מחר בבוקר תוכרז ההחלטה הסופית על ידי ראש ועדת הבחירות במנצ'סטר. ושליחתנו ללונדון גלית אלטשטיין מוסרת כי המסחר בבורסות אירופה נפתח בעליות שערים חדות בעקבות העדויות על התמיכה הגדלה בהישארות בריטניה באיחוד האירופי. מאבטח בבית ספר יסודי בתל אביב שלף אקדח לעבר שני תלמידים שנכנסו לכיתה כשהם מתחזים למחבלים. כתבתנו תמר פלד. זה קרה אתמול ב-11 בבוקר. תלמיד כיתה ה' וחברו מבית ספר אחר בעיר חבשו מסכות, טיפסו על גדר בית הספר ושמו בתיקם אקדחי צעצוע. צוות בית הספר שהבחין בהם הזעיק את מאבטח המוסד החינוכי וזה שלף אקדח לעברם. המשטרה פתחה בחקירת השניים ומסתיו הסבר נשלח להורי תלמידי בית הספר. במשרד החינוך רואים זאת בחומרה רבה. אישה כבת 80 נפצעה בינוני מפגיעת משאית בשדרות ירושלים בקריית ים. היא פונתה על ידי צוות מד"א לבית החולים רמב"ם בחיפה. רשות ההגבלים העסקיים אישרה את המיזוג בין מגה ליינות ביטן, כתבנו תומר ורון. רשות ההגבלים העסקיים אישרה היום את המכירה של מגה ליינות ביטן, אך ציינה שני תנאים כדי לא לפגוע בתחרות בשוק המזון. הראשון, יינות ביטן תפרק את השותפות שלה עם ביקורי השדה דרום בתחום הירקות והפירות. השני, הרשת תצטרך למכור סניפים בשמונה אזורים שונים. ומזג האוויר אל הסופש, יישאר חם מהרגיל עד שרבי ולח מאוד בחוף. ירידה קלה במידות החום תורגש רק ביום ראשון, אל תבנו על זה, גם אז יהיה חם. אלה החדשות שעורך רום ליאור. Ay, 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 ay,
Jam in the AM, Pure Soul, off of the Flippin' In CD with La Olam here at Jam in the AM. Before that, you heard the Isaac B. Tone, Raya Mehemna selection, Lachad Dodi, off of Songs for a Brother. Eitan Katz, the Elul Nigun, opened up the hour for us after our news from Israel. Thursday morning, 70 degrees, afternoon showers, and a high of 77. Want to take this opportunity and wish a Mazel Tov to uh, Ian Gleaner of West Orange, New Jersey, and Noah Lubell of Lower Merion, Pennsylvania. They're going to be married tonight. We say Mazal Tov to the Gleaner and Lubell families from all of us here at JM in the AM. That wedding takes place, Bezrat Hashem, tonight. And uh, we say Mazal Tov. Um, NSN app is uh, available for both, the arch- for, both arch- for both Android and iPhone. And you get an opportunity to comment on anything you hear on the show and to toss in a Mazda wish if you wish uh, on the app just by going to the NSN app and um, adding the comment. Uh, you'll see it says add a comment on the home screen. And that is one way to be in touch with us from around the world. And we welcome those comments, of course, as you would suspect. Uh, our friends from Ohel, David Mandel, and a very special guest will be joining us coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. So we'll have that for you here at JM and AM. A reminder that the weekly update takes place tomorrow. That's 7.40 Eastern Time with Malcolm Honline. Make sure to be tuned in. That happens tomorrow. An amazing uh, lineup, as usual, all day long on our stream at jmnam.org. At 9 o'clock, the boardroom with Charlie Harari. 9.30, usually Michael Fragan is there and uh, with spin class. And uh, as we said earlier, we regret to announce the passing of Michael's mother. A uh, funeral taking place uh, later this morning. And our condolences to the uh, Fragan and the extended family from all of us here at JM in the AM. 10 o'clock this morning, Jew in the City Speaks with uh, Allison Joseph. She'll feature uh, Akiva Newman, rabbinical student at YU and prospective competitor and American Ninja Warrior. That'll be her guest between 10 and 10.30. At 10.30, Miriam Alwalik will host me as we look back on four great years of NSN. Uh, it was just four years ago this week that it all began, and we will discuss uh, a whole bunch of stuff that we're very proud of um, between 10.30 and 11 o'clock this morning. Thursday Live Lunch will be hosted by Avrami today. The stunt show will be Mark Zamek featuring his love for Jewish music, and this week he'll play some of his latest favorite Jewish music workout songs. A lot of great workout songs, and he's got some workout mixes in our app as well. He'll do some of the latest of his favorite Jewish music workout songs that starts at 1 p.m. this afternoon. And the Throwback Thursday, by the way, is going to feature uh, Yossi Piamenta of Blessed Memory from 2003. Thirteen years ago, Yossi Piamenta in studio. We'll do that starting at 2 o'clock this afternoon, a Throwback Thursday edition of JM in the AM. Uh, For those of you who are really nostalgic and love amazing uh, personalities... You'll enjoy that show. 20 minutes after 7 o'clock, more coming up at JM in the AM, including uh, this from Omek Hadavar.
in the AM, Melech, Melech, done by uh, Michal Przanski. Before that, you heard Makar Chaim, that's Omek Hadavar. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echanish Masar Avzeb, and Avalevi, and Esther Basar, and Avalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Abaye was a well-known Amora. He was the Rosh Hashiva of Pumpadissa. 
he was able to shield over his entire city with his great Sidkus and righteousness. Every Arab Shabbos, a special heavenly voice, a baskol, went out from Shemayim in his Zuchus. It called out, Shalom Aleichem. Rava was privileged to the baskol only once a year on Erev Yom Kippur. However, there was one other person, not as great as either of them, who was privileged to a baskol, the heavenly voice, each and every day. That was Abba Umna. Abba Umna was not a great Tamil Chachum like Abaye, yet he was privileged to this special baskol on a daily basis. Abaye was only Zoha once a week. Abaye thought that perhaps there was something wrong with his own personal deeds that made him not acceptable to receive the baskol on a daily basis. Abai searched through all of his deeds and he didn't find any chisronos, any shortcomings. From great agmas nefesh, from great distress, he grew faint and ill. People said it was because he was unable to do what Abba Umna does. Aside from the many acts of tzidkus that Abba Umna performed, one day Abai sent two talmidim to test Abba Umna. They wanted to see what they could learn from his masim, from his deeds, why it was that he was privileged to this great act of hearing the basko from Shemayim. He received them with great honor. He gave them the best food and drink and then provided them with good mattresses to sleep on during the night. Unlike those who sleep on luxurious beds but give their guests a mere cot to sleep on. In the morning... The Talmidim took the mattresses to the marketplace to sell. There, they met Abba Umna, and they asked him, How much are these worth? He told them how much they were worth. Then they asked him, Perhaps they're worth more. He replied, This is the price that I paid. The Talmidim saw that Abba Umna knew that these expensive mattresses were his. Yet, he didn't get angry that they had taken them to sell in the marketplace. They said to him, These mattresses belong to you, and we took them to test you. What did you suspect us of? He replied, I said to myself, Maybe these Chachamim had a case of Pidyan Shvuyim, redeeming a captive, and they were ashamed to tell me. That is how far Abba Umna went to be Melamed Tzchus, to feel that someone is really doing the right thing. When the two Talmidim tried to give him back the mattresses, he refused. He said, I already dedicated it to Tzedakah. Imagine his level. He takes in guests. He gives them everything. They take his mattresses to sell in the marketplace and then have the chutzpah to ask him how much they should get for it. He didn't tell them they're making a mistake. He didn't say the mattresses belonged to him. He was Dan Lekav Tzuchus. He judged them favorably. Imagine, people in our world today, how many times we suspect others without any basis and we don't go to investigate whether they're right or wrong. Imagine if we would all act like Abba Umna. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day.
všetko dojil mi do
J.M. in the A.M. Kesher Shokayama. That's done by uh, Micha Gammerman. Before that, Yumi Lowy with a single entitled Mi Adir. Thursday morning at 19 minutes before 8 o'clock with 70 degrees, afternoon showers, and a high temperature of 77. David Mandel, a very special guest in our studio coming up here at J.M. in the A.M. As we get uh, what I like to call an OHEL update and uh, Camp Cayley, which is about to kick off. Find out what's doing up there. Um, uh, coming up uh, a little later on here at J.M. in the A.M. Reminder, great programming on our stream all day long at jmnam.org and on the NSN app. And the app gives you the opportunity to uh, comment at any point. And we welcome that. Anybody who has a request or a Mazel Tov wish, you can actually put it on the app. We will see it and uh, hopefully honor it. And that goes on all through the day, especially during our live lunch, which Avrami's hosting today between 11 and 1 o'clock Eastern time on the stream at jmnam.org and on the NSN app, so keep that in mind. 18 minutes before the hour, more coming up. It's brand new Avramo at JM in the AM.
情碎到，天气碎到，天气碎到。不怕那些，不怕那些，没有说过你。天气碎到，天气碎到，天气碎到，天气碎到。
J.M. and the A.M. with Baruch Levine. Thursday morning broadcast at J.M. and the A.M. Before that, you heard Ofi Nat, the brand new single entitled Kimi Tzio, and Avram Avram Fried with Itcha Ani from the brand new CD entitled Bring the House Down. Thursday morning, JM in the AM at five minutes before eight o'clock. Our good friend David Mandel is in studio at JM in the AM, the uh, CEO of uh, Ohel. He is here today uh, with a special guest, Moshe, who's going to be joining us in a few minutes, and this gives us an opportunity as summer is uh, here in earnest, and the camping season is about to begin. Talk about summer safety and Camp Cayley and other important aspects of what's happening in our community. David Mandel, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It is a pleasure to be here. <laughs> I appreciate that. I was just commenting to you off the air how sometimes I don't even realize it's the end of June and that summer is really upon us. And it's unbelievable. Everyone's heading to camp, not everyone, but many people are heading to camp soon. Starting the summer season in earnest, as we say. And from what I hear, Camp Cayley is uh, bursting at the seams. Is that accurate? Baruch Hashem. Camp Cayley is um, sold out. Wow. Ellie Brazil, our camp director, is just a very special person. Uh, and as remarkable as it is, we are really getting calls today, yesterday, this week, last week, from people parents whose children are saying, you know, I want to go to Camp Cayley and uh, sending us notes and giving us a call. I know it's the last minute, but is there any room to get in? We Trying would love to use to. all their influence and connections? <laughs> You're hearing from everybody, huh? Listen, that, that, and, and, and that's good. That's the way it should be. That's the way it is. We, we have relatives, we board members, and people <laughs> should call people that they, that they know. That's the way it is. But um, what ye? I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I just can't remember what what season are we in with Camp Kelly? What is this year number? This is the third year third with year? Kelly with with Ellie Brazil. This is our fifth year, fifth total of Camp Kelly. Yes. Um, so they're bursting at the seams, wishing everybody good luck up at Camp Kelly this summer. We hope to visit at some point, and uh, this uh, this arrangement. Um, maybe you have a better word, but this. Uh, the way that the camp has been uh, configured, so to speak, um, help me out with the terms, with uh, general population. Uh, we, talk, we talk about Camp Cayley as, um, as a fully integrated camp, uh, a camp with typical kids, a camp with kids with disabilities, um, sharing a bunk, uh, literally all day long together. Activities. Uh, Meals, activities, meals, uh, davening in the swimming pool and the lake. Um, Ellie Brazil and uh, David Shavit, our assistant director and uh, the head counselors and division heads. Um, you know, camp is all about safety and fun. Safety and fun. Summer safety, summer fun. And fun, uh, both for boys and girls. July is for boys and August is for girls. Right. Um, fun includes um, both uh, the competitive spirits, competitive sports, and integration um, occurs both on the volleyball field, on the swimming pool, in the dining room, in the bunks all day long. So that kids share, kids play together. And at the same time, sports and other opportunities that kids who want to be very competitive in sports have that opportunity to do so. Right. But at the same time, during the day, they also compete with kids with disabilities. Uh, 
Maybe the best measure, Nachum, is the significant return rate. I was going to say, and the fact that it's sold out, yeah. <laughs> the significant return rate that boys in July and girls in August come back, and that we are sold out in December. <laughs> in December, so thank God. Thank God is right. David Mandel is here. We'll introduce Moshe to everybody in just a couple of minutes. Uh, summer safety is something you and I have discussed at length uh, during many months of June in the past. Are you still on the summer safety campaign, David Mandel? We are always, always on the year-round safety campaign, and the summertime is a special time that we remind parents and encourage parents to talk to their children. Summer Safety Summer Fund, there's a lot of conversation about uh, the notion of uh, protecting oneself and protecting one's body, uh, which is uh, very important, and the notion of never keeping a secret and telling your counselor and the head counselor, the director, if there's anything that's troubling you. At the same time, Summer Safety Summer Fund is about safe driving, right. Wherever you are, not only in the Catskills, about water safety and water fun. Uh, so the message for everyone is, especially in the summertime, safety and fun. It really goes in that order. Sometimes we tend to do things impulsively, spontaneously, that's fun but not necessarily safe. So that's what we want to tell parents. And my message every single time is don't leave it for as they're getting on that school bus or that bus to go up to camp and tell them seven things as they're saying goodbye to you and they want to get that good seat on the bus and you've got seven things to say to them you know remember 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 because they're not listening to you anymore they just want to get that good seat on the bus next to their good friend exactly and finally, before we move into the uh, main part of our conversation, uh, there was another, thank God, successful golf event for OHEL this week. It took place on Monday, and uh, in fact, I'm right. It was successful, correct? Thank God. Uh, a successful event, our annual golf event. It was sold out. Uh, 144 people play golf. If you remember, Monday was a glorious yeah. day, 80 degrees, 84 degrees. It's an 18-hole golf course. It's a gorgeous place, and... <laughs> One of our foursomes, Yossi Eisenberger and his friends liked it so much that um, they skipped uh, part of dinner and just stayed on the course and played 27 holes because it was just <laughs> such a great afternoon. All right. Boy, oh, boy. That's, a, that's quite an endorsement. <laughs> yeah, we, want, we want to thank our chairs, Michelle Salzberger and Morty Schwartz, Jonathan Marks, Ben Englander, Izzy Kaufman. Uh, one of our sponsors, Mark Hershkowitz, they just did a great job in a sellout day to Robert Katz and our development team. Just a wonderful job. Thank you to everyone. David Mandel is here. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course, on the NSN app. David Mandel, help me introduce Moshe to the audience, if you don't mind. Moshe is a gentleman who um, will talk about himself. He's uh, connected to Ohel in a few different ways. Uh, Moshe has a, some, a wonderful story to tell about himself, um, his relationship to Ohel, 
and also give some advice to people um, who have um, a psychiatric disability, who are suffering with some emotional issues, about not being alone, about the safety of seeking help right. and getting help and participating in the community. So it's really a pleasure to introduce Moshe to Moshe, you. Moshe, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, uh, Nachum and David, for having me here. You recently got married, so Mazel Tov to yes, you. Yes, thank you. Hope your wife is tuned in. I, I believe so. Let's hope so. <laughs> Let's hope everybody's tuned in. Uh, you live in Flatbush. Yes. And David says you have a great story. What is the story? Can you take us through what's been, what has been your story over the last few years? Well, uh, back in about uh, you know a number of years ago, back in 2001, I was diagnosed with a. I was I was basically living a regular life, you know, and I was a regular guy pretty much, and I was diagnosed in 2001 with a, a psychiatric illness, uh, bipolar disorder, right. and that kind of changed things for me. I've gone. I've been. It's been a very long, uh, long road. I've been through a lot uh, through the past few years. It hasn't been easy. Well, could you describe those years, the last 15 years? What, what, what's been happening? How have you been able to progress and get to the point where you're at now? I, I, I mean, I did, I did a number of things that Baruch Hashem have, uh, have helped me. I, 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 went to, I, I, started, I went to a yeshiva, for example. I started learning in yeshiva every night. Uh, I, went, I, started, and I, I went to uh, this place called Kadima from uh, a part of Ohel. It's a psychosocial club. They they help me uh, also, um, and uh, I take my medicine on a daily basis. The, uh, the the medicine does what? Does it it, it helps take away what and, it, it's, and it, it stabilizes you. Uh -huh. You know, it, it kind of keeps you uh, uh, you know stabilizes you and makes you feel better. Right, because before that, it, the what were what were the symptoms of your bipolar situation you would you would end up being what because of that you said that medicine makes you stable and more you know able to get through the day i assume right right right. without it you would feel what what type of emotion what type of without it uh you might have to get a hospitalization to be to be frank because you're not because the pain i mean i, I it happened because i just couldn't take the pain the pain was so great that i just i, I voluntarily submit uh, you know admitted myself because uh I couldn't take the pain. The pain and, when you, and when you say pain, are we talking about physical pain? Emotional pain. Emotional pain, yeah. which is is which you can feel. Yeah, I feel. I feel like I feel like I can't. I can't. I just can't. Uh, I can't take it. So but but it, once I went into the hospital, I felt better. Then I just felt like now I'm in a safe place, and now I just felt better. What made you look for help, or did somebody around you suggest you go for this type of help? No, I, I was feeling uneasy, and then I went to, for Shabbos to my sister's house. And then uh, I, 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 I just started feeling like something was coming, you know. How old like were you at that time? When this, uh, this, when this all started? When, when you were at your sister's house, for instance? About, uh, it's going to be soon, about two years ago. About two years ago. And, yeah. and a lot of people deal with this, I'm sure, and David, you'll tell me if I'm right or wrong. A lot of people deal with this in not as a proactive way as you did. Am I right? A lot of people will... I don't know. I was worried about something might happen, you know, that, <clears throat> that uh, who knows what could happen, you know. So I, I kind of was scared, uh, very scared, you know. So I felt like that's a safe place to go, to 
to uh, to the hospital, you know. All right, David? Bipolar disorder is, um, um, a lot of individuals may know it as um, a previous term, manic depressive. Right. Uh, bipolar disorder uh, is a situation that is uh, very manageable with medication. Um, people can lead a good, healthy life as uh, Moshe is doing, uh, successfully, uh, recently married, um, has a job, uh, which we'd, uh, we'd like to find out from Moshe what kind of work yeah, that we'll he's doing. Um, individuals, um, there are many individuals walking around today with, you know, 12%, 12% of people in this country have some type of a diagnosis, some type of a psychiatric diagnosis. Uh, a lot of people uh, joke about the fact that everyone is anxious um, and that the Jewish community has suffers from a lot of anxiety disorder. It's a Jewish illness. For those individuals that suffer from severe anxiety, who require medication, who get therapy, who get professional help, they can manage to go through life very successfully. They can manage their days. Um, but living with a severe anxiety disorder can be a emotionally very painful. How did your family react to all this, in addition to your sister? How did everybody else react well, to it? I think they weren't so accepting uh, in a way. They, they th in the beginning they thought that, you know, maybe I'm talking it into myself and things like that, you know. But they've come to accept it. They've come to accept it that uh, that's the way, you know. It must be common in our community where yeah. maybe it's common in every community. I don't want to generalize too much, but I could see where people would think that it's just you know, in your head, so to speak. Uh, Excuse the reference. Yeah. Um, all right. So you you go ahead, and we'll we'll talk about the employment in a minute. But the the uh, the um, what David mentioned earlier, and you mentioned the OHEL Day Program Kadima is for people with psychiatric disabilities. It's located in Brooklyn, New York. It's a place for men and women over the 18 years old to learn job skills, daily life skills, socialization, and restoring skills to live independently in the community. Um, Tell me about your first encounter with Kadima. Yeah, so someone, I forgot how I got in, I forgot who told me about it, but somebody mentioned, maybe a therapist mentioned it to me. But I actually went to other psychosocial clubs before that, uh, which uh, compared to Kadima, the Kadima was much better than that, you know. So I f finally I found Kadima. So I, went, so I found out about Kadima, and then uh, I started going there because I, I tell you the truth, I, had, I wasn't working and I had a lot of time on my hands and I had nothing to do. I was like basically doing nothing and I was, it was very painful just not having a job and not having what to do. So it was very difficult for me, very difficult. So finally when I went to Kadima, I had a place to go to and they also help you with job employment. And then I started going there and it, uh, it helped me, you know, it helped me a lot. Uh, what type of job did you first get with Kadima? I got a, uh, that, that's the thing. I was then, I all of a sudden I got a will, I, a feeling inside that I wanted to start working again. You know, I want to get back to work and I wanted to do something. So they got me a job in a kosher supermarket. So, and I was working there for about two and a half years. And, and, and I was, I was, and I was, it was a, the job, I was like, I feel like the job like was like exactly what I needed. You know, the guy job, like it, it wasn't too hard. It wasn't, you know, it was just exactly what I can manage, you know, and it was just, it was a very good job. And uh, and then after that, I just and I'm doing my I just got, I got another job from them. They helped me get a job, which is even a better job than this job in the supermarket. I'm working in a pharmacy now, which I'm even which I'm even more happy about. <laughs> what type of work do you do there? I I help the pharmacists fill prescriptions, you know, answer phone the phone calls, you know. I took a course, you know, to be to to be a pharmacy technician. 
Interesting. Uh, the, the difference between working and not working when you're suffering with this type of uh, situation. It's terrible, terrible. You, you want to keep busy. You, know, you want to try to keep your mind off your problems. You know, try to focus on something productive like working, uh, learn Torah. You, there's, you know, there's things you can do. Go to, go, go to Kadima. You just get your, try to get yourself away from yourself. How did you meet your wife? I met, I met her through a shatchan. I, I, was, I was actually met through a shatchan a couple of years ago. I, I, I found out a shatchan who deals with people with disabilities. And I gave her my information. She called me back like a like a lot last year. She told me uh, happens to be she also goes to Kadi- she also goes to Kadima also. My wife wow. went to Kadima, so she told me about it. And this is not the first time that we've seen these, these this type of marriage, right? Oh, we have um, we have a, a number of married couples at Ohel, and uh, right. you of course um, met um, one of them, um, Yassi Simons, who's right. been on this radio program before, and he spoke about. He and Goldie, who are married 21 years, right. <laughs> and they just have an amazing marriage. Uh, Moshe just used the term, try to get away, try to get yourself away from yourself. Try to get yourself away from yourself. I'm just thinking how great those words are for people who are going through a challenge, any challenge. And this morning we're talking about people with a <coughs> psychiatric, with an emotional problem with a psychiatric disability Moshe is saying if you're going to dwell on it focus on the disability all the time you're going to have a hard time succeeding if you get away from yourself in other words deal with that issue and then focus on how to improve your life you can be more successful I think that's a very powerful message interesting um, you live in Flatbush in an OHEL-supported housing program apartment. What is that like? It's what a great apartment. I'm very, ha- <laughs> very happy with it. You like the accommodations? <laughs> great neighborhood, great apartment. And, and I assume that there are people from OHEL who are checking on you once in a while to make yes, sure everything's yes. okay? Yes, yes. And other than that, it, you're operating we're, we're, like yeah. a... Independent. Like a regular young couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it's... Um, an individual has some type of a setback. Moshe, I think you told me you were 23 years old. Yes, yes. You, you were <coughs> working at the time. You had a successful job. Some things happened. You had a setback. You also told me that you were recently hospitalized and that you considered that hospitalization a Yeshua. Recent, yeah. Recently means what? A few months ago? No, two years ago. Uh, two years ago. And why was that a Yeshua? Why was that such a salvation to because, be hospitalized? Because I, find I got sent to a hospital that's one of the best hospitals in the country and, and they, have the, they have the best doctors and they put me on great medication. They like changed all my medications. I just I got, I got back to myself again. I, I, I started feeling the way I used to feel in a way when I was tw- before I got sick and when I was 23. You know, in a way, I got back to myself again. You know. And how did you get there? I mean, and because you had been suffering from this for so many years, yeah. How did you eventually get to that hospital? It's uh, it's, uh, it's it's amazing because I went to my sister and she lives in Long Island. Because from here I couldn't get there, so I told my sister, "Oh, I'm not feeling like I told you. Like I really wasn't feeling well. I need to I, I need to go to the hospital." She looked up a very good a good hospital and she said, "Oh, let's take you to Cornell." Uh, oh, I mentioned the hospital. <laughs> Whatever. They won't mind, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so she took me to the hospital. And then, and then in the hospital there in Manhattan, they told me, oh, you know something? We have a, an opening in our, in our Jewish division in, uh, in, uh, Westchester, in Westchester County. In, or it was Rockland County, I think. Um, I'm not sure. 
Okay, uh, but they told me we have an opening in our in our hospital there, and and then I went there, and there just there was a, it was a, and th- and that place was just just walking in there. I felt all of a sudden I'm going. This place is going to help me. I'm going to get help. That's how I felt. Because there were some, there were people helping you before. Yeah, that. They ki- yeah, no, but th- this was this is the real thing. This was these people really cared. They re- they wanted to help you. You know, they they they, they care. They care. What was the difference in his care there compared to the previous years? Could you sum it up for me? Individuals with a psychiatric disability, uh, Nachum, the the anchors that they need is uh, being part of a community, good medication, um, and a good support system. Support system means family, friends, uh, therapist, uh, community places to go to. Um, Individuals with a psychiatric disability occasionally... Uh, go through situations in the in which their medication needs to be reviewed. Uh, one never takes anything for granted or stays on anything too long without getting it reviewed. Um, individuals' chemistry changes, um, so it is important to periodically. Um, people go to psychiatrist every 30 days to get a renewal of their psychiatric prescription, their medications. In Moshe's situation, which is not unusual, every once in a while, um, a, a psychopharmacologist, a psychiatrist, will do a complete medical medication workup and um, titrate it, change it, balance it a little bit. So Moshe's situation is not extraordinary that a medication change will stabilize him, will make him feel emotionally stronger. Um, and that happens... In many hospitals, any good psychiatrist um, will do that with you. We talk about the fact that uh, people need three anchors in life. A good place to live, a good place to go to during the day, and friends. For you, Nachum, for me, for Moshe, for anyone. Uh, The fact that Moshe got married recently. When did you get married, Moshe? May 8th. May 8th. Oh, wow. Yes. Last month, I'm, I'm still on the honeymoon. Man, yeah, you, you know. could say that again. You just <laughs> got married. <laughs> Shona Vishona. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> You've been quoted um, uh, on a variety of issues. I'm referring to Moshe now. Um, before I had a job, I had nothing to do during the day. It was painful. Kadima kept me busy. So um, downtime, in addition to loneliness, can be painful. Yes, very painful. Uh, Kadima is a place to go for opportunities. It's funny. I, I don't think I've heard of Kadima till today. It's amazing that, you know, with all the work we've done with OHEL, well, I ca- discover ca- a new... Uh, Kadima, is a, Kadima is a word, go forward. That's, right. uh, that's the name of the program. Uh, we've talked about um, OHEL's, uh, of OHEL's many programs. We have day programs for people with psychiatric and developmental disabilities. We have them on Ocean <laughs> Avenue... On Avenue M, on Ocean Avenue and Avenue Z, we have them out at Beach 9th Street in Far Rockaway, serving the Rockaway Five Town Queens community. And Kadima, located on Fort, Fort Hamilton Parkway in 60th Street, is a place for men and women with psychiatric disabilities. You can come there five days a week, all day long, a few hours a day, and you spend time with other individuals, learning social skills, Learning skills that can get you back to live independently like Moshe. Maybe one day get married. Opportunities for dating. We have 
63 men and women that we placed that we've placed in jobs through Kadima. You come there, you can spend weeks, months, or as long as you want over there. And one of the skills that our staff will teach you, Ariel Tights and and the uh, and the staff there, is how to live a life, how to get back to yourself. We have people working in supermarkets and pharmacies, in lumber yards, in pizza shops, um, accounting jobs, bookkeeping jobs, just living a life, living a good, healthy, normal, stable life. Pretty amazing. And who heads Kadima? Is that the name? Ariel Tights is the um, director of Kadima. Uh, people can call OHEL's main number and speak to our access staff, our intake staff. Anyone can call OHEL's main number. 718-851-6300 and really talk about the kind of services that they're looking for. Uh, before this all started when you were 23 years old, you said. Yeah. Before that, uh, and again, excuse the term because I don't know what language I'm supposed to or not supposed to use these days. Uh, did you have a regular teenage years? Did you have a, where you are? No, I, I was a, a, a loner. You know, I was like, I, you know what I mean? I was, I, I was like, but to your uh, I didn't have many friends. But to your classmates, were yeah, I was a regular, regular, uh, regular. They, they guy. would all say that you were, yeah, a regular kid, so to funny, speak. Funny, funny, a funny kid. I think people used to remember me as. I right. speak, you know, good sense of humor. Good sense of humor, yeah. And um, would you describe what happened to you uh, at 23 years old as sudden as something that happened over a period of months, as something that you discovered? You know, or uncovered about yourself. Like, how would you describe? No, it's like some. I felt like some kind of like disconnection happened with me. Something just disconnected all of a sudden. In suddenly, an, in an instant. In an instant, yeah. Now, I mean, I, I was falling. I was getting. I was getting depressed. I felt myself getting getting depressed. Then all of a sudden, something instantly happened to me because I was do, I was going through a change. I was in the process of leaving my job and going to yeshiva. I wanted to go back to yeshiva at that time. Uh, uh, so the change, you know, all of a sudden, I just got like I, j- I got shocked. Like there was a change, just something uh, just disconnected, overwhelmed me. I don't know. And then I just I broke down. Yeah. You know. Um, and as I said earlier, and I don't think it's a, and this is why it's so important for people who are friends and relatives of people who might change their behavior. Uh, not everyone deals with it in the proactive manner that Moshe dealt with it. And I think it's so important to point out. We've spoken so many years about the issue of stigma, that word in which people are afraid to seek help because what will the neighbors think of them? What will the community think of them? You know, we can't get into anyone's head and we can't so easily say to people, don't worry about it. You know, everything will be okay. You, you, you can't say that to people. You can't be in anyone else's shoes. Um, we, you know, we teach, we teach our staff, we advise our staff, never say to somebody that's hurting, I know how you're feeling. Mm. I understand what you're going through. No one could ever understand what someone else is going through unless you've gone through the exact same thing and no two people go through the exact same thing. But what we do say to people is, it is more important to seek help than to worry about the stigma. Because eventually, eventually, you will need to seek help for your family member. 
Moshe, that, that, that's what I want to say. I also felt like a little bit, you know, oh, I have to go to, I'm going to come to Kadima. It made me feel a little bit different, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But I felt like, is it, I'd rather li- be well, you know. Maybe I, get, I can get married, I can get a job, you know, I'll, I'll be well, I'll be a, a, a productive person, you know. So who cares about that, you know what I mean? Who cares about the stigma and everything, you know? That, that's, uh, I want to I I I have, fu- have a family, you know, I want to have future generations, you know. Yeah, well, people still care. Uh, about it. Mo- uh, Moshe, there are people out there, there are parents out there who are afraid to get help for their kids, afraid of what the neighbors would say. What advice do you have to these individuals? Do you, uh, they, they, should, they should do it. I mean, they should get help for the, it. Doesn't matter what the neighbors think. You know, you got to do the right thing. You know, you got to. If you care about your child, you, you're going to do the. You should do the right thing and uh, get help for them. You were quoted as saying uh, that that your message to people who have emotional pain is to never give up. Yeah. Um, were there times where you were ready to give up? Or yeah. T- were you? I think I think before the issue happened, I already basically in a way I was already ready to give up. I was already like I was like, it came to a point already. I said that uh, I, I can't go anymore. It's like too much already. I'm tr- you know. And then that, and that once I, I got to that state, all of a sudden things turned around. Uh, then all of a sudden the, I felt myself get uh, just a issue. I don't know because of that visit to the hospital and meeting yeah. the people there who took care of you in that. Yeah, situation. yeah, and, and the job and everything right. all together, and I just. I felt all of a sudden like thoughts of being normal, like normal thoughts were coming into my head. How does your boss treat you? Good, good. I'm ha- very happy. It's very nice. And they're happy? The people yeah. in charge there at yeah, the pharmacy yeah, yeah, yeah. are very happy with your performance? Yeah, yeah. You know, here's a situation. Uh, Moshe is talking about the fact that it was the medication that was able, that stabilized them. Right. Gave him a Yeshua. Right. Gave him the door. Right. And then he was able to get back to himself. Right. And today he's working in a job well, he touches medications all right. day long. I was thinking of that, by the way. <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? Well, it, it, it's like it's like the Yeshua not only not only helped get him get him into a place that he felt healthy and stable, yeah. and he was able to get married, but now he's dealing with medication. He's surrounded yeah, it's, it's, by medication. The pharmacy is a place of health. Somehow, you know, it's a good environment. Wow, <laughs> that's a good quote. We think of a pharmacy as a negative place. Yeah. And Moshe thinks of a pharmacy as a as a healthy place. Until today, I thought of it as a negative place, <laughs> but now I've met Moshe. Um, <laughs> for those curious, I, I don't think you mind me mentioning. I don't know if I said it before. Now you're 39 years old at this point. No, I'm going to be 39 on August 2nd. Ah, Mazel Tov, happy birthday! And um, I I would assume that if your future uh, would continue like this, you know, nice married life, uh, good job, uh, still visiting Kadima, correct? Am I right or not? That um, uh, not at this point. Okay. Uh, at, at this point, Moshe really doesn't need he's on his own. Kadima, he's on his own. Right. If things would continue like this, I guess you'd be very happy. Yeah. Just you wanted this to keep going. Yeah, li- I like you know. If, yes, exactly. Keep going up. Keep going up is right. The the um the the support, if I may, Moshe, the support that Moshe gets from Ohel is he has a case manager, a social worker, right. as you said earlier, that visits with him, how often? Once a week? Once every two weeks? I think, yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay. So if Moshe needs anything, he's got a, a place to turn to. Uh, Moshe and his wife essentially live on their own. 
That's it. Who's the Shadchan? Or is that not public information? Is it public information who the Shadchan is for people with special uh, situations? I'm sure there are people in this audience who want to know the answer oh, to that Oh, I don't question. know who Moshe's Shadchan was. Um. Well, you said it was somebody who specializes in this, right? No, she, know, yeah, she, she, she knows people you know, with disabilities. Right. Uh, uh, there are individuals out there who specialize... Uh, oh, I thought there was one. There's no, more no, than no, one? There, there are people from here and in Israel who specialize uh, in Shadchanes for people with psychiatric disabilities, um, just like there are Shadchanim that specialize for individuals with medical issues. Um, as you know, Nachum, we at Ohel uh, do this work. Uh, we don't consider ourselves Shadchanim. Right. We consider ourselves providing opportunities for individuals that uh, we have individuals that get together um, every single week for social opportunities. Men meet women and we provide them help, we provide them support, and we provide them dating opportunities, social opportunities. And if the situation results in marriage, that's great, but uh, all is not in the Shadchanis business, yeah, all is in the opportunity business. Right, understood. David Mandel, CEO of Ohel, the uh, salute today goes out to the people who are in charge of Kadima. Kadima is the Ohel Day program for people with psychiatric disabilities. It's located in uh, Brooklyn for men and women over the age of 18. They learn job skills, daily life skills, socializations, and restoring skills to live independently. Um, because many people with psychiatric disabilities are not working and have very limited options where to spend their days. So today we salute our friends at Kadima. David Mandel, wishing you a happy, healthy, and safe summer, of course, and I thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Nachum, and to you too, and to you and Stacy, um, as um, you're going through some some changes that you described to me earlier. You should have an anxious-free, worry-free summer. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> That's what happens when there's an empty house. <laughs> anxious-free and worry-free, I'm sure. And uh, Moshe, thank you so much for joining us. A pleasure meeting you. Mazel tov again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mazel it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate that, and I'm sure, in addition to myself, you were an inspiration to a lot of people this morning, so thank, thank you for you, that. Thank you, thank you. And have a wonderful summer. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.
In the AM, brand new Yehuda Hodul Hashem opens up his uh, CD entitled um, Rock the Kayem Mitzvos. Before that, Yitzchak Fuchs with Admatai. You heard Rogers Park and the Holy One. My thanks to both David Mandel and to Moshe for uh, joining us here at JM in the AM on a very special Thursday morning. Much appreciated. Reminder tomorrow is Friday, which means our weekly update is going to be happening. It's going to be taking place starting at the 7.40 tomorrow morning. Malcolm Honeline will join us. Weekly update gives us an opportunity to check out what's happening in Israel and the Jewish world and the news items related to uh, both of those um, important topics. That's 7.40 Eastern Time tomorrow morning. Make sure you're tuned in here at JM in the AM or uh, on the NSN app, yeah, which is a perfect way to uh, tune into and comment regarding 
the weekly update. We have an amazing day on our stream all day long here at jmnam.org and of course on the NSN app right after JM in the AM just uh, 17 minutes from now Charlie Harari is uh, going to be uh, conducting the boardroom his program that starts at 9 a.m. every single Thursday morning. 10 o'clock it'll be Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Joseph. She will speak with rabbinical student and prospective competitor on American Ninja Warrior Akiva Newman. That's going to be Allison's guest starting at 10 o'clock this morning. 10.30 on That's Life, Miriam Alwalik and I look back on four great years so far of the Nahum Siegel Network. This is the week that this um, team formed, and we get an opportunity to both reminisce and look uh, at the present and future of the Nahum Siegel Network. That's on That's Life starting at 10.30. Thursday's live lunch will be Avrami. He'll be hosting uh, starting at uh, 11 o'clock uh, Eastern Time, the live lunch. Stun Show is going to be Mark Zamek today. And Mark, of course, has talked a lot on the air about the love that he has for Jewish music and his efforts to work out more. Well, this week he plays some of his latest favorite Jewish music workout songs between 1 and 2 o'clock. Some of his latest favorite Jewish music workout songs on the Stun Show. And the Throwback Thursday, as I mentioned earlier, goes back to a visit from the legendary Yossi Pimenta of Blessed Memory, uh, 13 years ago that that uh, program took place. Throwback Thursday gives us a chance to listen to some classic JM and the AMs starting at 2 o'clock Eastern Time every single Thursday. So amazing uh, material on our stream all day long at jmandam.org. Make sure to stay tuned in and enjoy our programming. Quarter before 9 o'clock, it's Thursday with 70 degrees, afternoon showers, and a high temperature of 77. Uh, more coming up at JM and the AM, including this from some Liner.
Jerusalem 
sometimes say to him Throw away the cars and bonds, the stocks and bonds And I'll get along, grab a boat of planes, need to swim Some folks got a Lincoln Continental Empty glass so nobody Just one time a light roll down the window Say you ain't gonna fool the law with this hunky tail Sending that out to uh, those who uh, wanted to hear some Moshe Hech this morning. There he is with God is Alive and Well in Jerusalem off the Yes Legacy. Yehuda before that, brand new with Hodul Hashem. JM in the AM at six minutes before nine o'clock. Weekly update tomorrow. We'll go through the news of the week, and there's a lot of news, obviously, this week. Talk about what the uh, what news items affect Israel and the Jewish world. Malcolm Holine will join us tomorrow, 740 Eastern Time. Make sure you're tuned in here at JM in the AM. And... Um, the Camp Cayley discussion earlier <laughs> reminded me just how soon summer camp is starting. We take this opportunity to wish good luck and a wonderful summer to all those who are going to be heading to camps and enjoying summer camp during the uh, during the 2016 summer season. Remember, you have a lot of um, a lot of camps these days that are equipped with Wi-Fi and computers and and smartphones, etc. So everybody out there who's working in camp, you have a chance to tune in to us every single weekday morning here at JM&M and keep us going all through the day 
with the uh, NSN Nahum Siegel Network um, online and uh, through the jmnam.org stream. Keep that in mind no matter where you are this summer, no matter what end of the earth you may end up on. <laughs> you could tune into us from everywhere. Aspaklaria wraps up a Thursday at JM in the AM. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the uh, NSN app. Wraps up a Thursday for us here at JMNAM. Charlie Harari is next with the boardroom. Again, our condolences to Michael Fragan and family on the loss of his mother. Her funeral taking place later this morning. Our wishes to the Fragan and the entire extended family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Coming up at 10 o'clock, Jew in the City speaks with Allison Joseph. And then at 10.30, I am Miriam L. Wallach's guest as we relive some of the, some of the moments and... Um, 
and thoughts of the last four years of the Nachum Siegel Network. That'll be on That's Life. And then Avrami is going to be hosting our live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream. Stunt show with Mark Zamek and some of his favorite recent workout songs in Jewish music coming up between 1 and 2 o'clock. Make sure to be tuned in all through the day. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future. Thank <laughs> you.